0: listeners. Thank you for tuning into Sin's Workshop. Hope you're all having a wonderful day. Today we're going to be talking about The Unleashed by Danielle Vega. This is the sequel to The Haunted. I will say, part of the reason I didn't like this book had nothing to do with the actual storytelling or the writing. I think Vega did a really good job um, with the storytelling and the atmosphere I will say this about Vega one of the things she excels at is just those creepy scenes you know that eeriness you know it does send a chill up your spine it does make your hairs on your arms stand up she's very very good at creating that atmospheric feel but as far as the storytelling went it felt like it was a little bit of a stretch I liked the opening. The opening was definitely creepy, much like with the first book. Um, she's so good. at sucking you in with such a creepy, creepy, unsettling opening? It's so well done. And I liked it because we're seeing a new character. And the story overall does come for full circle. It does circle back to the events. You know, we're following Samantha for this prologue, but then we're back to Hendrix, right? As much as I did like it, it did seem like it was an unnecessary sequel. I do like that the core of the story is all about Hendrix trying to find closure. You know, her and Eddie, they had such a brief romance in the first novel, but it was so well done and it was so well structured that it stuck with a lot of readers. You know, it really was a heartbreaking scene. Their romance was so quick floors and then burn out because of his untimely death in The Haunted. You were able to feel for these characters and that also highlights Haga's, not Haga's, <laughs> sorry, Vega's strength at characterization and creating really strong character dynamics. The character dynamics in this novel are as strong as they were in the first novel and you're seeing a lot of that vitality come to life with the characters so you are able to connect with the characters. Which is why I liked it, you know? I liked Hendrick's journey on her struggling to find closure with Hendrick's ghost, you know, with his death. That is her struggle. And her struggle to let him go. I mean, she doesn't want to let him go, which is why all the nonsense in this book happens, you know? She's so unrelenting and she's so stuck in her grief that... She can't let him go. She doesn't want to let him go. And because of that, a whirlwind of events begins to happen here. The whirlwind of events seemed very out of place. That's not even the right word for it. The first novel was so grounded, it was so realistic, and then this one, it starts realistic, you know, with those hauntings and the eerie But by the time you get to the end, it's just crazy. It's just wild, and it's so far from the realistic writing that makes her storytelling so good, you know. That's why it's chilling, that's why it's creepy, because it's so realistic in the texture of the story, of the syntax. By the time you get to, like, that last quarter, she's lost a lot of that realism and all the build-up to this climax, basically. It just feels like it's out of left field. I mean, the story overall was good, but it just seemed rather unnecessary. I don't think we really needed a sequel to The Haunted. I do like that we're on this journey with Kendricks to kind of get closure from Eddie's death. But it was just... Overall, unnecessary. I don't think it was necessary to do this story in this way, um, I should say. I think that Vega could have done something else to give the reader and Hendrix closure closure over Eddie's death. That being said, the real reason I had trouble liking this book was because of all the typos, I mean... The amount of typos in this book. notebook is perfect. There are gonna be typos, missing comma, double repeated word, it happens. No editor is perfect. But the editor dropped the ball here, 100%. This looked like a self-published novel, the amount of typos that were in this book. I would know from experience in self-publishing. I'm like, oh my God, this thing is rampant with typos. Um, and then just taking it off sale. Um that's what it was akin to me, like a self published work, just because of the amount of typos that were in the storytelling. That kind of not kind of that takes away from your overall enjoyment because when you have to reread sentences because they're you have words repeated or words missing or I think in one case There were missing quotations, but there was also, like, a break in the sentence. Like, the character's talking, and then new paragraph character's still talking, but there was no punctuation. It's like, they hit enter when they didn't mean to hit enter. That was not okay. You know, it takes the reader out of the storytelling when you see that much, that amount of typos. It's just wasn't really entertaining on that aspect and it really did take away from vega's strong writing because vega is a strong writer when it comes to creating a really strong realistic eerie and creepy feel and really good character dynamics and really good characterization it takes away from the story it takes away from you enjoying it so Overall, I have to only give it three out of five stars. It was a good story. It did feel unnecessary. However, I did like the journey for closure Hendrix goes on, and I do like that we're re-strengthening those character dynamics that were somewhat hindered, given the events in the last book. You know, everything's kind of left up in the air at the ending of the last book, so I understand a need for a sequel. However, it's The way the story developed it just seems like it was an unnecessary sequel in my opinion I don't think I would have missed anything by not reading it you know Um, so yeah three out of five stars Um, if you want to go ahead and purchase the book please purchase from any of the booksellers that I have listed in the description of this podcast um, bookshop and Amazon are affiliate links for me, so they would help me out a whole lot if you click on those links. And on that note, I hope you all continue to support me by liking this podcast, subscribing to it, and sharing with all your book-loving friends. You can also become a supporter on buying me a coffee or Anchor FM, my recording platform, or by following me on any of my social media platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day, and as always, happy reading.